Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. And this is episode three of season three. And interestingly enough, this is my 21st episode of the podcast. And I'm actually going to tie this episode in with a good portion of things that happened when I was 21. As you all know, my birthday is now so many days away. It is October. It will be October 21st. And I'm just in this reflective place in my life. And usually when I reflect, I reflect on my milestones. But I'm really, really extremely sensitive to my reflection period this year. Only because I remember just really being like, I got to celebrate my birthday. I have to find something to celebrate during all of this craziness. And part of my reflection is always looking back on Facebook memories. And I can remember the exact moment when I write a status, especially if it's a status of the rest. And it might seem like to other people reading it like, yeah, that's for me. But a lot of times it was really for me. And so this status is from September 21st, 2019. And I wrote, invest in them like they invest in you. And the message behind that status was, the moment when I realized I had to stop investing so much into somebody who wasn't investing in me the way I was investing in them. And so the backstory to it is this. In 2017, well, let's go back a little bit. In 2016, um, purchased my first home. Of course, I just took him along for the ride. He didn't really understand much of the process. And truth be told, I purchased my home through a home buyer program. And Initially, when I was starting out doing everything, we weren't married, so I was doing it on my own. But the point of contention was that I didn't have the longevity on my job like he had, like he had. So I added him to the application, and that kind of assisted in the process. Moving forward, 2016, we buy this home, um, and every little thing, I just had to make sure that he did. I had to follow up. I had to do all of these things. Fast forward, we closed on the house September 2016. Had a few little things to do like paint and get the floors done. And we moved in, uh, officially moved in like a little bit before my birthday in 2016. So a little bit before October 21st, because my goal was to be in this house for my birthday. Um, Fast forward to November, we have a housewarming. Uh, I did not do Thanksgiving here because it was still too soon. Um, Christmas, we had our first Christmas in the home. And then fast forward, it was like 2017. It's like, I don't want to do this. And I think that was the first serious conversation of maybe we shouldn't have done this because I didn't realize that I was going to have to handle so much on my own. I thought we were going to be, you know, the social media probably won't eat me up for this one. But I thought we were going to be splitting the bills because the majority of everything prior to owning the home, I was paying for everything. And so I was kind of bamboozled into how uh, our finances were going to be allocated once we purchased the home. 2017 was also the year I decided it would be smart to 
uh, start a family business and that family business will put him at the top of the totem pole for this business. Um, I continue to invest and invest and invest into the business um, to the point of my business was dying in the process. And I had a business that had longevity. My business was established in 2013 and here I am in 2017 not even posting, not even doing the business. I pretty much just was letting it die because I wanted to give him something that was going to generate more revenue than I could be making. And ultimately, I thought that I was going to reap the benefit of that, and I didn't. So here I am, you know, this post that I wrote, this status, where I was like, invest in them like they invest in you was me realizing that if I stopped investing so much into this business that I could invest back into my business. And that was even the year where I was, I had up in the air, I threw out the idea to him that maybe I shouldn't continue being an optician. And so as an optician in the state of Florida, I have to hold a license, which I have to renew every two years um, through the Department of Health. I also hold the two certifications which allow me to work all throughout the United States. So holding a Florida license, once you renew your license, they automatically will renew the other two certifications. And I was just gonna let all three of those go and I ran that by him. And he was like, yeah, I mean, if that's what you wanna do. Not realizing that I was on a ship with someone who was very much willing to sink the ship, even if it meant sinking them as well. Backstory to that is, as an optician, granted, even though I worked places, I did do my business on the side, but this particular, particular year, um, between 20, I wanna say between 2017 and 18, I had pretty much given up, you know, um, my business and I only was working. So interestingly enough, if he was working the business that I created and not giving me any funds, and then if I let my optician certifications go, then I wouldn't be able to acquire another job. So just keep that in mind. So he was okay with me doing that. And at the time I ran it by a friend and she was like, that is the stupidest idea you've ever had. And I didn't take any offense to it because that's how we spoke to each other. But it was like, why is it so stupid? And she was like, well, you're spending so much time on a business. You should probably spend that amount of time on your business and you'll see your business grow. So as of, I believe it was that shortly after that post or shortly before that post was I resigned from the part-time position I was working as an optician to go full-time for my own mobile and virtual optical. So let's fast forward, you know, I'm investing, but maybe I should go back a little bit. I realized that the irony of this being the 21st episode, I had my daughter, I was pregnant at 21, had her at 22. And as much as I invest into my children now, I realized I didn't understand what it meant to invest in myself. I found that anything that I would be attached to or anything that I would be involved in, I found myself so invested 
whether it be a group project, whether it be an organization, whether it was school, whether it was anything that I found my hands to do, which would I consider for the sake of this topic, other people's business, I found myself so heavily invested. And here I am about to be 35 and this last, these last nine months, I've heavily invested in myself and I am seeing such a benefit. I am seeing so much growth. I am feeling good. I am actually loving myself. And I didn't understand, you know, what it meant to be a mother initially. Like, you kind of get thrown into it, especially not coming from the background of what a mother should be like I'm giving to my children. Especially not coming from the safety and security that comes from a childhood that, you know, I didn't experience that. So here I am, you know, I'm with this man and, you know, life kind of showed itself to me that if you struggle with them, if you heavily invest into people, they will somehow give you back that and that's not true when ultimately I found peace in investing in myself and you know getting the mental help getting the therapy working out journaling loving on me I mean even so much so it was imagine this a person buys you flowers but they buy you flowers after they've just asked you for money to put gas in their car and it's like what are these flowers for you know and it's just like did I buy these flowers for myself so now here I am buying flowers for myself and taking the time and putting them in the vase and it just makes me so happy there was even a time where you know I encourage you to go back to listen to the first episode. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, listen to the first episode. Settle versus content. Go back and listen to that first episode. Because I su- I settled in such a way that I didn't know how to invest in myself. You know, after finding out that he had cheated, here I am at work, you know, still having to work while depressed baggy eyes no one at work knows what's going on and these flowers show up they're sunflowers of course yeah I love sunflowers cool 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 um but everybody's like oh her husband's so sweet her husband's so this and it was like "Mm, no (laughs) no thank you you know and then in true keeping up with what it looks like you know you post them and it's like oh best husband in the world you know, continuing to perpetuate the lie was the, you know, it's almost as if, if I could say, if I could compare that moment in my life to a monetary value, it it's like overdrafting your account, going into the negative, and then the negative, um, when the bank charges you the overdraft fee, it was like that. Instead, what I should have been doing was standing firm on my ground and going forward with the divorce because that would have taken place in about 2018 
But no, instead I decided to stay. And so I feel like everything else that came with that for a bulk of, you know, crossing over into my healing journey for a long time, it was, I got exactly what I deserved. But then you realize when you start to invest in yourself, you realize nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to be forced to stay in a situation that is no longer serving them. And then even going back to me being so reflective, this is so deep. And the young lady who posted this, I had reshared it um, shortly before I shared the post about investing them like they invest in you. But it was this post that said, I let sex turn me into a mother before love turned me into a wife. Now I'm correcting my wrongs to be a better woman and mother. And let me tell you something. That's it. That's the cheat code. I got out of the situation. I mean, yes, I was doing everything, um, everything possible that I thought a wife should have been doing, but that's not true. You know, owning up to my own accountability was I should have stood a lot more firm on some do's and don'ts when it came down to even buying this house. I should have been, you know, um, more open to seeing like, hey, if you listen to the episode from I do to I don't, the things that we, him and I were getting family counseling, family therapy for in 2021 were the same issues that we were having in 2012. We didn't get married till 2013. So you mean to tell me in 2012, these were the same issues. And it just so happened that I was in my phone. And you know how you have so, I'm, I don't know about anybody else, but I have a lot of notes in my phone. Because as things come to me, I write them down. And so these were notes that I had saved, that I had written down to discuss at premarital counseling. Oh, my investment was in the negative. It was in the negative from day one. Now I can focus my time and my energy and my investment skills into my children and into myself. And I'm going to say that in reverse, into myself and then into my children. Because if I don't invest in me, if I don't make the deposits into me, they have nothing to withdraw from. And that's what was happening. I probably will eventually release the episodes where from my children, separately and collectively. They have come to the agreement that this mommy is the best mommy. The mommy that's not with their daddy is the mommy that they like. Because see, the mommy that's with, that was with their daddy was always like high strung, over intense, anxious, you know, um, because a lot of times I was a little bit concerned for their safety. Um, he was, he drives so reckless, you know, it's like, call me, let me know you made it safe. And he would go out of his way. He was so contrary to everything. So it's like me being concerned about their safety as a collective was a problem. You know, me being concerned about their well-being when they're with him was a problem. And I just, you know, stopped being concerned. And I don't think I stopped being concerned. That concern just turned into fear. And so from a place of fear, I just wouldn't call because I don't want to know what's wrong. And then he would call and say, well, you're not going to call and see if we're okay. And it's like you told me don't call. So there was always like these mind games, you know. Heavily investing in myself means that I can now see things a lot clearer. 
initially at the beginning of this, and I'm saying pre-podcast, you know, at the beginning, it was like, I had a, a initially uh, obtained a first lawyer and I had to fire him because I felt like he wasn't for me. And it's like, if I'm paying you, I should at least feel like you are on the same team as me. And so I had made a vow to myself from that day. That was back in December of 2021. I had made a vow to myself from that day that anybody who makes me feel that feeling and I can't really put it into words, but there's a feeling that I had got that made me feel like I was dealing with the children's father. Anything that makes me feel like that, uh, it's a no for me. It's an immediate no. I'm not going to sit down and reason with it. I'm not going to sit down and talk with it. I'm not going to sit down and look it in the eye. I'm not going to ask it for it to make me any promises. Immediately, it's no. Hard no period at the end, exclamation point. Because what I had found was at every time, how did you stay so long? 12 years is so long. You know what happened? I kept trying to take what he was saying and not what he was doing. I was not invested in me. I was invested in what he was saying and not what he was doing. And let me tell you something, some actions I used to always say it, but when it came down to my quote-unquote husband, I didn't want to believe that his actions spoke louder than his words. I wanted to take his words louder than his actions. So imagine someone telling you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but also calling you a dumb B in the same breath. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Do you love me or, or, huh? And so, yeah, I just, want to encourage whoever is listening to this episode especially us as moms don't count it a robbery to your children to invest in yourself and I remember initially having my daughter I jumped into mommy mode full on mommy mode and I, I look looking back hindsight being 2020 I feel like and I could be wrong but I feel I feel like now he only asked me to marry him because he wanted to reap the benefits of how I was as a mom and not necessarily as a wife. Then when I had another child, I had my son and he used to be so mean. Oh my goodness. Like as my son continued to grow, you know, and I'm breastfeeding, he just got so mean. And I don't know what that was all about, but I just want to encourage mothers or anybody that's in a situation where they're putting more and it's not serving them where you're putting more and you're not reaping anything. Come on now. We have to, you know, everything is not for us to just be givers. But there's some, there's instances where we should be receiving. We should be reaping some sort of benefit to anything that we give, anything that we do. I find it robbery to not, you know, even if it's just something that you do, it, it doesn't have to be tangible. But let's say, you know, if you're feeding the homeless, like you're not going to do it from a place of lack. So you have to be getting from somewhere. But even if it warms your heart to do it, because the minute it no longer warms your heart, it, then it's no longer serving you. So even as a mom, I find the time that I take, like with my children on the weekend, they're not allowed to get up before 10 o'clock. 
that's breaking generational curses, by the way, for me. Because Saturdays, we just get up super early. Sundays, it's get up super early. Why? They get up early all throughout the week. So on the weekend, for me, because I have to get up early throughout the week and be amongst them and do everything, you know, um, with them and help them get ready for school and pack lunches. On the weekend, they don't, they're not allowed to get up before 10 o'clock. And even if they are up, they're not allowed to disturb me because that's my quiet time. I have tea, I have my peace, and I journal. And even sometimes I might be recording the podcast. But with that being said, those small investments that I make into me have been so great over these last nine months. And if something was said on this episode that encouraged you, that encouraged you, I encourage you to send it to someone. Maybe it might be an investment that they need. So you can tune in to Black Girl Say Something every Friday at 1 p.m. on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Anchor FM. And also, with this being the closing episode of this season, I want you to know that Starting tomorrow, October 1st, there will be a new episode every day for the month of October because it's my birthday month. It's going to be so great. I have special guests. I have different topics. I have so much to say. This black girl definitely has something to say because if I'm going to kick out 31 episodes as part of my birthday month, you best believe you want to turn in. So it'll be an episode every day at 1 p.m. And that still includes the Monday Minute Mondays. So I thank you for listening.